Hello everyone, welcome to the LG Show. Tonight I on the phone, I'm going to be talking to a Mr. Ryan. He is uh, a pilot from the Trip Aviation. And we had spoke earlier and he said he had been uh, with uh, this Trip Aviation for 10 years as a pilot. He's, I guess he's the uh, the main pilot. Then they have a, uh, a second-in-command pilot and they have their their stewardess. Now, this is a, uh, a small aviation company. Uh, they believe he told me they had about 22 Lear jets that are private jets that they lease out. And they also do trips for people. Uh, whatever, whatever anybody wants to do, they can do it. They have the means to do it. And, um, yeah, now this is located in, uh, Lose Your Hands, California. That's Lose Your Hands, California. And once again, it's called Trip Aviation. And I'm going to get Ryan here on the phone in just a minute. And uh, he's, he, I was talking to him earlier about this. And he said he's never experienced anything like this as being a pilot for 10 years with this company. Uh, you know, he said he's done uh, trips. Uh, you know, everywhere around the United States, he's done from New York all the way to California, California to Florida and back. But he's got an interesting story. He wants to ex he wants to tell us about uh, this one particular trip. Uh, Ryan, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, LG. Uh, maybe you can tell me about this trip um, that I, I've explained it to the listening office, uh, listening officers, listening officers. Uh, um, to listening party, <laughs> to listening party. I've explained a lot of things, and I've told him a lot of things about this, about your, um, you know, you work for this trip aviation and all this. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I've been with them for ten years, and I've been a pilot, and I'm a head pilot of uh, trip aviation. And uh, in just a minute, I'm going to explain a story uh, that was very interesting, and it, it just got all out of control and wild. Now, when you say uh, this trip got all out of control and wild, uh, what do you mean by that? Well, we had a trip coming from uh, New York to, uh, to um, I believe, no, it was New York to, uh, to Kissimmee, Florida. And the group that we had that was on there, they this company, they wanted to get, um, instead of taking commercial air, air flight, they decided to uh, hire our company so we can be able to get, uh, you know, I can get them down there as fast as they can. Okay, and um, could you tell me what happened on this um, on this flight? Well, what happened was uh, we had two stewardess that are uh, doing this job, you know, and uh, they're uh, getting all the drinks and everything like this. Well, first of all, we shouldn't have had alcohol. But they requested alcohol, so we put alcohol on, you know, in the plane, and we shouldn't have uh, did that, but we did. So now we're paying the consequences for what happened. All right. So what you're saying is alcohol had the main thing to do with this was alcohol. Is that correct? Yes, it's alcohol. And uh, what happened was uh, uh, we had there was eight men, eight men, and and uh, three women. Three women from this company that hired us. Well, the main company hired us, but they were like saleswomen and salesmen trying to sell uh, uh, some kind of product to these uh, corporations and try to make money. 
And um, so, what what actually happened on this uh, on this plane? Well, uh, it started out the stewardess. You know, we welcomed everybody on the plane. Everybody was pleasant, and fine, and everything else. And then uh, we get up in the air and uh, start. This one man started acting like a jackass. He started acting like a jackass. What do you mean he started acting like a jackass? Well, he started getting up, started walking around. We we asked him to be seated. Be seated. He didn't want to stay seated. He started ruckus and, and causing problems for a stewardess on the plane. So you asked him, I guess common sense is telling when you when a plane's taking off, you're supposed to you're supposed to be seated in the first place. And then when you get out there, uh, you know, you're up in the air. You you don't know what you're really de- dealing with. You know, you have turbulence and everything else. Is that correct? Yeah, so we have to make, yeah, you're correct. So we have to make sure that everything is clear and fine before people can get up and go to the bathroom or whatever they need to do. Okay, so uh, what happened in this particular incident? Well, I wanted everybody to stay seated until we knew what was going to happen. And uh, we got up there, we had a little bit of air turbulence, so no one was supposed to get up. Well, this one guy, he decided to get up because he did not want to be on uh, sitting in that chair. And I, I, and I would uh, suppose, um, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that those chairs are real comfortable, you know, being one of these Lear private jets. Yeah, they're really comfortable, and... Uh, he just got up and started walking around and pacing back and forth, and he wouldn't sit down. Our waitresses asked him to sit down. Uh, we offered to get him a drink and all this other stuff, and he didn't want to do it. So what you're saying is he didn't want to do it. He just didn't want to sit down. That's correct. He did not want to sit down. So eventually, uh, the stewards, stewardess didn't get him to finally sit down. They gave him a, a, a drink. And now this is where the alcohol uh, thing started. Okay, so what you're saying is he did sit down and then you guys started getting the uh, uh, started getting the drinks out and everything else. And was there any food on this uh, food on this um, plane, what they requested or anything like that? Yeah, the company requested uh, food and stuff. And we had food on there as long with the alcohol. Okay, so, and then, uh, what happened after that point? You said the guy sat down, he, got, he finally got settled down and everything, and then what happened, uh, what happened after that? Well, he sat out, and we got him his drink, and, and we started getting people their, their food and their drinks when, when they wanted it, and, uh, all of a sudden, uh, one of the women that was there, the, the two, the two women was there, uh, they, one of them started coming up to the cockpit. Now, the waitresses told them, or, or stewardess told them, not to come up to the cockpit. That was off limits. Now, that was explained before they, when they boarded the plane, before the plane took off, that was explained to them not to be on, uh, come up to the cockpit. Well, this one woman decided to come up to the cockpit. And, uh, she, uh, proceeded to open the door. And then, uh, she, uh, she wanted to get on, uh, uh, she wanted to get on my lap and she wanted to do a lap dance. Now, <laughs> let me get this straight. This, the waitress, or waitress, I don't know why I keep calling them waitresses. The steward, well, I guess pretty much the same thing, waitress and stewardess. 
So one's in the air and one's on the ground. The stewardess told uh, this one particular woman not to get up out of her chair and go to the cockpit of the plane. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And she opened the door, came in, told me who she was, and said, I'm going to give you a lap dance. Oh, geez. Now, now, what are you thinking in your mind in this whole situation when uh, this is going on? Well, I'm trying to get a hold of the stewardess tell her to come up and get this woman because, you know, I'm flying the plane. I don't want nobody uh, on my lap while I'm trying to uh, concentrate on flying this plane. So she she gets on your lap or she tries to get on your lap and try to do this lap dance thing. Yeah, she said she works as a stripper down on one of these uh, uh, strip joints and she wanted to need a practice for later on. So she said she needed practice for later on. That's the reason why she did this. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she wanted me to tip her money or whatever the case may be. But the problem is, you know. I'm not there to do that kind of stuff. I'm there to fly the plane. And that's what I'm concentrating on. So what happened when uh, you told her, you know, you're not interested in all this stuff and stuff like that? Well, I told her that. And then she decided to go over to uh, my second in charge and try to ride, or you know, get on and ride his, uh, his uh, lap and all this stuff. And he told her the same principle that, you know, they're there to, we're here to fly the plane. We're here to do and this other kind of stuff. And uh, so what? It, okay, so what happened after that? I mean, uh, he got her back to. Well, uh, the waitress finally came up there after dealing with the people with the knuckleheads in the back. Uh, she finally come up there and got her out of there, and we finally got the door locked. All right. So this. Uh, this uh, girl, whatever, tried to give you a lap dance. You just completely blew her off and all this stuff. Yeah, because, uh, you know, that's not our policy to be doing stuff like that. Our policy is to make sure that we uh, patrol, uh, or not patrol, that we, that we make sure that we uh, fly these planes the way they're supposed to be flew, you know, flew. Okay, so you got her back to the bed. The waitress finally got her back to the back. You got the door locked and everything else. And then, then what happened? Well, at this point, I'm just getting ready to, I just want to lay this plan and be done with this. Because this was getting a nonsense and it was getting old. So, um, we finally got everybody back there, settled down, and all of a sudden, somebody decided they wanted to throw food like a little, like a little kid. So they, they started, basically they started a food fight inside your plane at 40,000 feet up in the air. That is correct, sir. They tried to, uh, one idiot tried to do a, a food fight in this plane, and, and I said, I just about had enough. I got on a speaker system. I said, look, if you all don't knock it off, stop acting like children, I'm going to land this plane no matter where it is. So um, at that point, what happened? Well, they kind of got unruly. They got really rude and everything else and said, you can't do this. And I'm, I said, I'll do any damn thing I want. I'm the, I'm the pilot. And I'll call your company and let you know to come and get your asses. All right, so they 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 were really rule, uh, you know, they were really unruly, or they were really rude. <laughs> they were really rude, and they just didn't want to sell down. They were acting like children. Yes, very much so. And I, and I tried to I tried to get them to settle down. They didn't want to settle down. Eventually, they did. 
eventually they settled down they they uh or something else it was like a plane from hell the plane right from hell i never experienced anything like this ever again i don't want to experience anything like this ever again excuse me but I've never experienced anything all my years of flying. I've never experienced anything like this. Well, it sounds like you did have the plane from hell, and uh, you know. So, what's going to happen now? Well, they got they got to pay damages, and you know, uh, we got to get that plane cleaned and everything else. Going to cost a lot of money to get it all done because of their nonsense. Well, I wonder how the the uh, their corporate company or corporate office is going to take this. Uh, when you guys give the report to, uh, you know, for the billing department for them to be billed for all this. Well, I'm sure the company probably paid out a quite a bit of chunk of money from the beginning, and I'm sure they can afford it. Now, I don't know about these salespeople, saleswomen, if they're going to have a job or not. Personally, I don't care. I'm just glad it's done and over with. And um, so... um. You know, it, it's like this. You guys, you guys fly these planes. You need to stay focused, one hundred percent focused, while you're flying these planes. And then you have like people like this will come in there and cause problems. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's almost like that weekend things. They stay at the motels. You know, they want to do this party and things, so they don't they don't get thrown out of their apartments because they can't party at the house. So they got to do party at a motel. Yeah, you're about right. That's what a lot of them do that. You know, they have uh, apartments that they can't party in and stuff because it's against their lease policy. So they go to motels and rent a motel room for Friday and Saturday night, do what they need to do, have their little parties and they check out and they go back home. You know, they try to get away with that nonsense at motels. A lot of people do. And I've noticed this, you know, I've done a lot of traveling and I've you know, and I, I really hate staying in motels. Preferably, I would rather stay in my car than stay in a motel. Because dealing with all the nonsense that a lot of these motels, even high-end, even high-end hotels have the same kind of problem. There's people that want to party and all this other stuff instead of just traveling. You know, they have no respect for people that are traveling. You know, they travel all day. They they just want to go in and get a good night's sleep, get up the next day and take off and, and travel again. But you'll have these locals will do this. And not, not all the locals are bad, but there's a lot of locals. Like I said, they will go to motels and hotels and party over the weekend because they can't do it where they live. So that's basically what they do. Yeah, you're right. And, and uh, now they're doing it in the, in the planes. And you know what? That's my, the plane is my territory. That's my domain. You ain't going to do that nonsense in my plane. Well, I don't blame you. And, uh. You know, it seemed like you took uh, took charge of everything you needed to do. And I hate to see what that company's going to have to pay for the damage that they did to your plane. Now, uh, what kind of damage did they do to it? Well, they had sandwich smears all over the floor. There was beer spilt. There was uh, potato chips messed up. The bathroom was messed up. People puked in the bathroom and everything. It was just, it was just horrible. I mean, there's probably $10,000 worth of damage they did to that plane. And uh, how old was this plane that, uh, that you, uh, well, how does that work? Let me ask you this. How does that work when you, uh, you know, like your job that you have to do and you fly a Pacific plane out? How does that work? Okay, what they do is the more money you spend, the better plane you get. All planes are safe. They're safe to travel in and fly in. They're all high-end high end planes. 
But the more money that a company spends is the better plane that you're going to get, the more luxury you're going to get. Now, that plane that this company had reserved, uh, what would you what would you name that in the uh, price category of renting, you know, renting that plane or buying that type of plane? Well, to rent, it's uh, that company would have spent fifty thousand dollars to rent for that two hundred and something miles would have cost about fifty thousand dollars. Anyway, no, I'd say anywhere probably from twenty five thousand to fifty thousand dollars for the plane that they rented. Okay, or the comp, you know, the company rented twenty five to fifty thousand. Okay, so they spent twenty five to fifty thousand dollars basically for that plane that they rented. Yeah, it's middle. It was a mid-size, uh, uh, luxury, luxury, uh, uh, jet. So it was a mid-size luxury jet. And then I, I would presume you have a lot higher ones than that. Oh yeah, we got planes that's well over a million dollars that people can rent. You know, if you got the money, you can rent it. All right. Well, uh, I'd hate to see what the price of low-end jets cost. Well, those low-end jets, we don't usually use them too much. Those are just like local, uh, you know, like in states. Like, say, California, you want to fly from Los Angeles to San Diego or something like that. That's the low plane. That's when we use those planes. But the other ones for the big miles and stuff, those are the big ones. Those are the ones that cost a lot of money. Okay, so the midsize you're going to use, those are the ones that's going to be uh, like flying from New York to Florida or whatever the case may be. Is that correct? That's correct. So it'd be medium and then uh, more expensive. Okay, well, is there anything else that uh, that you could tell us tonight, Ryan? Uh, anything more about your job? Well, I've been flying planes for over 25 years, and I, I really enjoy my job until up to that point with that nonsense. Well... Like I said, like they said, you got to get off the horse and get back on the horse or whatever the case may be. Something like that kind of nonsense or, you know, and all that. Um, but anyways, uh, if there's nothing else, I will let go ahead and let you go and you have a good night. Okay, LG, this is uh, Ryan from uh, Trip Aviation. If you need anybody uh, to let us know, we'll, we'll, we're here to take you anywhere you need to go in the continental United States. All right, Ryan. Well, we'll talk to you later then. Okay, LG. You have a good evening. All right. That was uh, uh, Ryan from Trip Aviation. And uh, they're in, um, oh, where did I say they were up from? Oh, they were in uh, Lose Your Hands, California. That's where they're located at is Lose Your Hands, uh, California. And uh, like I said, Ryan did say if... Uh, you need any kind of uh, airlines or anything like the private jets? Let them know, and they'll they can take you anywhere in the continental United States. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to to my podcast this evening, and everybody have a safe and wonderful evening, and good night.